0: Welcome back, everyone. My name's Chris, and this is Weekly Tech Vibe. On today's episode, I'll share with you my impressions of last week's international hi fi show held in Melbourne. What was it like? Would I do it again? Alright, this and more right after this. Last weekend, I attended the show at the Pullman Mercura Hotel at Albert Park. With about 108 retailers showing their wares throughout the hotel, it was a little confusing traversing the maze-like corridors and visiting exhibitors in a variety of room sizes. I spent about two hours in all marvelling at some serious audio-visual gear and I actually really appreciated that they were able to demonstrate in their own rooms without unwanted noise or distractions from others. I saw speakers of varying sizes, configurations and price points. From several hundred dollars through to, get this, $33,000. Like wow! I went with my friends and we both agreed that whilst the fit and finish of these more expensive brands were impressive, in general I couldn't tell the difference between the cheaper ones and the more expensive ones. Don't hate me, it's a subjective thing and I get that people like what they like, but I know the performance characteristics by the numbers, like frequency range, sensitivity, and what makes a quality speaker a great speaker. But it's hard to justify a massive price take when you know that if you're to buy individual components and put these things together yourself, that they will cost way less than what I saw. Here's a bad example for you. In Australia, 35,000 buys you a brand new Honda HRV or one set of speakers different strokes for different folks, I guess. The show featured a few dedicated areas to vinyl records promoted as the Australian Record Fair. And there were heaps of turntables and thousands of vinyl records on display. Plus you could purchase them. It's amazing to see the resurgence in this space and it took me back to my childhood where my parents had a record player like a Technics something or other. This show also had a few bespoke manufacturers showing off the digital to analog converters. Being a hi-fi show, there was a healthy mix of really expensive models there with equally impressive headphones, but I also found some cheaper entry-level models for just a few hundred dollars. The tech looked impressive and the sound even more astonishing, rendering it in a warm and detailed manner. I wish I was the sort of person who would actually dedicate the time to listen to music through such a high-end device, but I think I have a deficit... Oh, bird! Yeah! Finishing off, the real standout for this show to me was all the home theater setups by Selby Acoustics and Carlton Audiovisual with different configurations on show throughout the event. They had budget-friendly $5,000 packages with Dolby Atmos amps, speakers, projector, and screen, showing how good th- home theater can be. Seen here, a $10,000 setup did a stellar job showing a 4K projection using a DLP projector. For those who've seen my other videos will know that I'm not a fan of digital light processing methods of projection as I see those rainbow artifacts. But I must confess, thankfully, I didn't see any. And I can't recall if they used the Optima UHD 51 or the BMQ 1700. So I'll have to go and review these models again as the picture looked great with no visible pixelation, similar light picture, deep blacks, and no tearing. It came fast and it was represented well in scenes like Mad Max. Very impressive. A few more displays were exciting for me like the Crix audio demonstration showing off what 24-1010 speaker layout can do for Vector Sound Control. This Dolby Atmos demo was breathtaking. From the barcode projector, 6 meter acoustically transparent screen to the four. Uh, The 44 speakers. This demo pushed so much air that I actually felt my body reverberating. A truly visceral experience. And if you want to see more, please click up here and take a look at, uh, or maybe take a look below the description where I've got that and a few other videos that you might find interesting. And hey, once you're there, consider subscribing. I upload every Wednesday and Friday and detail tech in Australia. Thanks in advance. A few more home theater demos that took my fancy were the Daytime Screens and Laser Projection System by... I don't know, whatever brand that is. The screen with its minimal bezels and ability to be mounted on a wall gave it the appearance of being an OLED TV, only not 55 or 65 inches in size, no, a mere 110 inches. So seen here, the screen has some micro Venetian blind technology, whereby it unaccepts light coming from uh, underneath anything from like the sides or top or even front gets rejected it's pretty impressive and in future I think that people will be actually uh, maybe buying these because look the, po- the colors are great picture popped 4k looks beautiful and it actually really did look like an OLED TV but nowhere near the price of what you can buy them for these days you know those big LED OLED ones so yeah something to look for if you're in the market and last but not least, a beautiful Stuart CinemaScope screen was doing a great job with an Epson 9300, doing some 4K pixel shifting. I'll do a video on this uh, real soon, as it's so captivating how it handles movies, Native- natively the projector's is only 1080, but through some onboard processing it's able to accept a 4K input feed and upscale so shift content. And it makes it look better than 1080. It really does. I was in awe of how good the picture looked from the smooth appearance of skin textures, color uh, reproduction, blacks looking well, black, and cinema-like delivery of content. It's seriously a great projector at, the f- at a fraction of the price of a true 4K LCD projector. And yes, the Stuart screen reminded me of how regretful I am about not having purchased a CinemaScope screen for my home theater. I mean, come on, Chris. Fit for purpose. Fundamentals of home theater. Oh, why? Why do I do these things? Oh. Oh, okay, okay. So did you attend the Hi-Fi show? Let me know by putting a comment down below. Or if you have any questions, please leave them down there and I will promise to respond to them. For me, I enjoy my time at the Hi-Fi show. More for the home theatre equipment as this sort of stuff really excites me, even if I can't afford it. At $22 for pre-sale tickets or $30 at the door, I felt the price was spot on and it's a great way to spend several hours of escapism and dreaming. Would I go next year? Oh you bet! And I'll try and get some press credentials so I can do some stories with the vendors, which will be awesome. And hey, if you haven't done so already, consider liking, subscribing, sharing this on your socials. I put episodes out every Wednesday and Friday. And for those who enjoy podcasts, you can also find Weekly Tech Vibe on your favorite servers like iTunes or Google Play. Oh know lots more. And hey, until next time, stay techy.